नमस्कार स्वागतम हेलो एंड हैप्पी न्यू ईयर हैप्पी न्यू ईयर वेलकम टू द शैबियन मैन पॉडकास्ट वी आर पार्टनर्स पेरेंट्स पॉडकास्टर्स ब्रॉडकास्टर्स एंड एवरीथिंग एल्स इन बिटवीन एंड ऑफ कोर्स टुडे वी शुड वी शुड रियली मेंशन हैप्पी न्यू ईयर नाउ बिकॉज़ आई फील लाइक हाफ द इयर्स ओवर डू यू थिंक देयर इज एन ऑफिशियल कट ऑफ डेट वेल हाफ द मंथ इज ओवर एट लीस्ट या या बिकॉज़ इट्स गोइंग टू बी बिफोर यू नो इट इज बी यू बी सेइंग हैप्पी वैलेंटाइंस डे to me happy vesakhi happy vesakhi to you a bit presumptuous but yeah uh, happy holy yeah when before you know it happy easter so you're saying today's because it is our first episode this year we had to wish everybody a very happy new year of course right you know what we should be saying is happy manifestation day because this is you know when all your predictions your dreams your goals your resolutions Mm. This is the time to do all those sort of things. Mm. I know every year we try it and every year we fail miserably. Speak for yourself. But um so you know what uh, millennials say? Mm. They don't even say manifestation. What do they say? They say happy vision quest day. Oh my god. Don't ask me how I know these things but mm. you know I know these things. Mm. So this is the time to essentially take a piece of paper and write down your aims and your goals and everything else, is it? Yeah, it's uh, it's about writing all your resolutions your aims your goals though i feel that in 2022 mm. it's a bit of deja vu because i feel we're back in like 2020 all the things we thought we would do mm. we're still stuck at the same place thanks to the dreaded covid of course the pandemic hasn't gone away at all we we're getting variant after variant uh, although this time i feel that we are in a better position to deal with uh, omicron and the aftermath of the pandemic yeah but apart from manifestations mm. i think it's a great time at the start of the year to be grateful for things mm. you know to be thankful for what we do have mm. because there's always someone who's got it much worse than you yeah so it's time to be grateful i mean personally i'm very grateful to um, certain members of my family mm. for the passwords to amazon netflix disney plus so thank you very much what hashtag #sweet babies that what you're saying sweet babies you know while you were talking about manifestation and aims and goals and what was it vision quest and all the rest of it some you know, vision quest sounds like some sci-fi uh, movie yeah you? it maybe it sounds yeah more um star trekific yeah, yeah star trekky something just came to my mind i remember reading a bollywood story not too long ago since you're someone who loves to buy your um, your flash diaries and your filofaxes and your um God, uh, everybody has to have one vice okay maybe two or three or four yeah two or three But, or four yes know, I, i can count my vices on my uh, yeah, i was trying to remember what they're called uh, since 10 vices like, i have by the way yeah. s- since you um just what, mentioned my diaries your diaries your your favorites <laughs> my favorites are traveler's notebook i yeah. seem to have this thing with japanese stationery oh my god and uh, of course moleskins mm, moleskins yeah since you're someone who likes to fill up Moleskin after Moleskin writing about various things you know things that you've done things that you want to do and manifestations and all the rest of it do you believe in things like astrology numerology let, let prediction just, not really i mean i like star to see sign. my i like to see my stars here huh. and then makes me feel better mm. when i'm flicking through a magazine but mm. i'm not really into stars that much uh, let me just justify my uh, my japanese stationery okay yes it's uh, very precise very neat there's little dots on it you know i feel like it's money well spent oh well uh so why i asked you about astrology numerology and prediction is because jackie shroff bollywood star biru biru he says that you know my father was an astrologer biru or bai or bidu 
Biru. Biru. He says that my father was an astrologer and although many people laugh at astrology and they don't take it very seriously, I believe in it. Biru, everything is big, but fast. Sorry, I'm just going in my Jackie Shroff mode. Carry on. So Jackie Shroff said that my father was an astrologer and the two things that he predicted accurately in his lifetime were one, that I would eventually become an actor and he said this when I was nowhere near showbiz and two, he says that um, he also in a way in a roundabout way very sadly predicted my brother's death now jackie shroff tells a story and says that i had an older brother who was 10 years older than me and he says that he was a mill hand and he used to work in a famous mill in mumbai and on this particular day in the morning my dad said to my brother that aaj shubh din nahi hai it's not a good day today don't go to work and my brother actually didn't go to work but what he did do was he must have gone down to the beach and he saw someone drowning and he jumped in to help someone without knowing how to swim himself and he drowned so jackie shroff says that you know there were these little these two things two life changing events for me as he says losing my brother so early in my career uh, so early in life and um, the fact that i eventually did get into bollywood and my father predicted this at a time when i was nowhere near bollywood this makes me believe in astrology and there's another beautiful thing that he always says you know people say that have you noticed how jackie shroff i thought that was his tapori get up you know his bhudu bhudu get up oh, he plays to that he it? plays to that But i think in the 70s before he became an actor hmm. he was uh, a model and one of the most famous ads he did was this um, cigarette called charmelar huh. and um, no but i believe that even to, that in those days he used to wear that scarf you know now listen he actually started out as a travel agent do you oh, know that really? that it no. was while playing while he was still working as a travel agent that someone called him in and said that you don't look too bad yourself why don't you come and pose for our calendar for some holiday destination that's how it took off so you're right he did a bit of modeling as well but he says when you see he's always got he's always got a silken scarf tied to his wrist and you know so i thought that it was part of his tapori get up but there's more to that uh in an interview jackie shroff said that um, i lost my mother very young as well and he says that as a child i was very shy and i would when people would come home i would always hide behind my mum and i would always be tugging at her sari ka pallu so he says that you know i tie this scarf to my wrist because it reminds me of my mum because it reminds me of that sparsh that feeling you know that touch and mujhe aise lagta hai jaise maa ka haath abhi bhi mere haath mein hai which i thought was such a beautiful thing my story now i'm old enough to remember just hmm. that when um, his first movie came out i think what was it young kid but hero. i remember hero came out with subhash gai movie hmm. all the rage and who was it manakshi shishan yeah, yeah ding dong baby sing a song that was the one ding yeah. dong in in england uh, ding dong baby sing a song you'd probably think is leslie phillips mm, ding dong yeah, some about some rude joke no uh, yeah uh, let's not even go there from, a character actor from here yeah ding but dong I'm, baby sing a song I only just remember that song I'm much much younger than you so I don't remember Jackie Shroff or it's only later that I found out that it was Meenakshi Shahadri but I do remember the song So um so yeah talking about manifestations and predictions and astrology and numerology you are, you are absolutely right whether you believe in any of this or not I think starting off the year on a note of gratitude especially in the times that we live in especially after a year like covid when everyone is battling a lot of things whether we say it or not whether it is something which has had life changing um, effects on us or whether we are kind of still you know able to tide over 
whatever challenges it may have put uh, our way, I think gratitude is the right attitude. It is the order of the day. So to those listening to this podcast, uh, I hope the year is absolutely fabulous for you and I hope you're grateful for whatever you have right now. And it's far better than the previous two years as yeah. well. You know, um, talking about things that you've read and um, uh, you've read this about Jackie Shroff or something you just knew? I Well, I... Uh, Miss Bollywood expert. Yeah, well, I read... Don't you do a Bollywood podcast as well, which I refuse to mention on this podcast? Yeah, I do, as part of my station. But I can't remember whether I read it or whether I heard him say well, on an interview, but when you were talking about manifestation, this just came You know, mind. I read... Um, if you read the papers for the last four or five days, mm. it's all about starting the new year. And I read this wonderful thing about um, tips for a better 2022. Mm. And one of these just made me think of you. Now, there were a whole lot of them. but it must be the, the usual things the, like the one declutter, that, yeah, the one that I, let go, the ones I remember were detox. Like, correct. Yeah. But the ones that stuck in my head, now, I can't remember any of them actually at, at this point. But one was that um, overworking is counterproductive. That appealed to me. It says that you get more work done when you work less. Yeah, that is you. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, yeah, of course, I'm all for the four-day week. Yeah. It's a three-day week. Three-day week. Why do you do And one of them was that try to leave your home, try to leave the house when you go for a walk without mm. your phone. Mm. That is something you do sometimes. And I, I, do. Take, I do a lot. But I always say take your phone with you in case some emergency. Yeah. Some, I so like to leave my one. phone home when I go to the shops. But this is the one that I don't know why I thought of you. Which is? That it said that if you want to make a purchase, if you mm. want to buy something, mm. wait 72 hours mm. before buying it. I wonder why you thought of me. Because that no is something idea. I could never do in a million years. Because sometimes, you know, you don't really need that thing. You do need as it. As badly as you think you need it. Oh, trust me, you do. Trust me, you do. Uh, yeah, like they say, you shouldn't go into a supermarket if you're with a hungry, empty stomach. Yeah. If you're hungry. Yeah. Same way. If you, see this, if you see this bag, it doesn't mean that you have to buy the bag there and then. It means, go over the internet, see if there's a cheaper price somewhere. Nope. And then buy the bag three nope. days later. I think, well... That is my logic. Well, anyway. clearly the sales are not meant for you. But if even if it is not I'm for still, the sales... I'm uh, still... I wanted to buy, um, I think I wanted to buy this guitar two and a half years, three years ago. Mm. I'm still walking around the shop staring at it. I, I love window shopping. Well, that's you. That's you. That's how you and I are so different. I, my list of wants is not very long. But what I want, I want. I don't want something else. Uh, and uh, I want it now. I, no, I'm not such a, I want it. You're making me sound like such a shopaholic, which I'm not. Uh, but yeah, there are, I have a few favorites, brands and things. And... I think that if something works for you, you shouldn't experiment. But um, there you go. So that's uh, manifestation and shopping. And uh, one, one, one thing to the same I, uh, episode. And they also had, you know, famous celebrities saying, uh, giving their quotes and sayings for the year. Hmm. And one guy, uh, a pop star, I think, he said that never take anything personally, hmm. which I think I'm going to go forward this year. Which with. is hard to do. Yeah. Hmm. Don't take anything personally. Just like a water of a duck's back you know let it go if you are human if you have feelings and emotions it's harder said than done easier said than done i mean it's harder to do harder to implement and do you think this year we'll kind of raise our head above the parapet and try to take more risks chances on the podcast no not on the podcast in life in life like uh, there were a couple of media things that we were planning to do last year yeah do you think we, we might should? we might i think the pandemic has challenged people in different ways there are a lot of, profile no there are a lot of people who've 
taken the opportunity to do the things that have been languishing on their to-do list for a long time and they thought right this is life asking us to take a different route chart a different course but uh, i feel i don't know whether it is uh the right approach to take but i do feel that there is a big change coming into our lives in a year and a half when our oldest son eldest son leaves for university um and then not long after that our youngest is going to leave as well and i think that is when when your children fly the nest that is when midlife crisis really happens i'm approaching a big birthday well. so what i'm trying talking to, about i'm trying the to hold day off they go we'll be on cruises yeah, well, traveling no, the world not at all i feel that i feel very differently i a i think i'm going to be massively depressed and b i feel that that is when i need to occupy myself with different things that would help me not think about the fact that it's just the two of us rattling about in a house without the kids most of the year. Uh right now it seems like a treat, I know. No, the reason I said will you raise your head about the parapet will you take chances and all is because in terms of your social media and all hmm. and your opening up your private life you're quite reticent. I am. I am. I don't intend to change. I don't. You know, one um an actress who I admire greatly, a Pakistani actress, Mahira Khan, and I know she's not the only one. Uh, in a recent interview, she said the exact same thing and she says that uh, people tell me that Mahira your social media game is virtually dead. You know, you're not someone who likes puts up videos and reels and this and that and you hardly ever give interviews. As a result of that, there is a lot of misconception about you because you're not one of those stars who's forever talking to the press and forever putting things out there. And uh, doesn't it bother you? And she said something which was brilliant and she said that look, as long as people like my work, I know that what I'm doing is right. I'll continue to do what appeals to me. I'll continue to take the risks that I want to take, not because it's trendy, not because it's going to win me an award, but public support is what matters the most to me and as long as i have that i don't think any of the other things that people somehow feel is an important part of your public life those things don't appeal to me so, so i'm not all, putting they're anybody, all peripheral they are peripheral so i like i said I, i'm not putting anybody else down i know there are people who do a fantastic job of making reels doing tiktok videos i'm not addicted to them but when you forward them to me or when i see other friends forwarding them to me or sharing it with me i enjoy them as much as anybody else but it is not for me i'm not going to do something which doesn't sit right with my personality only to be trendy or only to as you say get more followers or get more people that doesn't make any difference to me i as long as i'm doing my job sincerely as long as people are enjoying what i'm doing and i'm having fun doing it that's what makes a difference so i don't see any massive changes happening in that department yeah so another year with no followers with no followers and happy or with followers who I'm happy you who genuinely enjoy what I post and I genuinely enjoy talking to them through social media as well you know I'm not saying that there are people who like photographs of trees uh, they do like and sunsets sun and olives and olives and an omelet for the 100th time they do believe it or not um what else i want to talk about two dramas as well not two dramas one drama that concluded one which we had talked about earlier uh, I, i thought you going to you know new year drama in our life uh no do we have any drama in our life we will possibly we don't like to talk about all our real life kitchen sink dramas but um yeah there's one drama that i want to talk about which concluded and a lot of people were saying a lot of things about it we've mentioned this before and the lady who's written it she uh, oh, retweeted your, us your pakistani drama my pakistani drama hum kahan ke because i don't watch them i really haven't got a clue what you're talking about so this drama concluded last weekend 
and it was about when we talked about earlier do you remember when i think you put it out on twitter and you tagged the lady oh, umera uh, yes. yeah, yeah. umera ahmed who's written the novel and she retweeted it and um it became a thing in pakistan amongst some fans so that drama concluded so it is about it is a very normal story it's about three cousins and you know in, in um amongst muslims in muslim society you're allowed to marry your first cousin so it is about two girls and a guy they all all three of them are cousins and so one of them likes the guy both girls actually like the guy but he likes only one of them and how life puts them through a roller coaster where there's a lot happening there's misunderstanding it's like a love triangle it is a love triangle of sorts but there's misunderstanding there's a murder which people want to that is the crux of the story is it a murder or is it suicide there's mental um, uh, health and well-being being discussed there's uh, marital abuse there's mental abuse there's a, it has a very dark storyline which is what appealed to me because it dared to talk about things which you normally don't see in mainstream dramas why it became a talking point was because it was mahira khan's return to um tv dramas after a seven year gap you know she'd become a bona fide star i, I think we mentioned this before we mentioned this as well it has a stellar cast kubra khan usman mukhtar all of them beautifully cast in perfect roles and even the rest of the supporting cast was wonderful and when the drama concluded and when the hero and the heroine when everything was resolved and they had a kind of a happily ever after or at least forgiving each other and deciding to take a chance and go forward opinion was sharply divided on whether it should have ended the way it did there's one school that says that you know if you've been in a in Are an abusive relationship yeah. no no it's everybody already knows yeah. but so there's one school that says that if you've been in an abusive relationship in a marriage or in a friendship or whatever it is should you really forgive the abuser and there's another school that says that that abuser is not a habitual abuser he only did what he did and i'm not talking about physical abuse here by the way yeah it is about mental abuse torturing someone mentally to an extent that she is almost driven to a mental asylum well i haven't seen it but it sounds wrong end of story yeah no but then there are people who are saying that he was led to behave this way because he was fed a lot of lies about her but when once the penny drops and he realizes how wrong he was in judging this girl his cousin the love of his life that is when he really wants he's on a path to recovery and he really wants to what what what's the word for it he's penitent and he wants to uh, atone atone thank you he wants to atone and he wants her forgiveness and at the end when she forgives it's not such a filmy thing because let's face it as it says no relationship is perfect no marriage is perfect and if two people can find even a sliver of hope in trying to reconcile with the past and move forward to so a better tomorrow they should you know better better together than apart so that's what i want to talk about i think it's absolutely fabulous that um mainstream dramas are talking about things which were earlier considered either taboo or considered not um suitable for a family audience I think well, nowadays if you watch OTT I yeah. like to say yeah. you know if you watch all your Netflix and all mm. half the things are not suitable for a family No but there you're talking about you're bold daring things What is that new thing uh, we Decoupled. saw that Dick Ham uh, the Manu Joseph one isn't yeah. it the one that he's written Yeah the guy who thinks he's Larry David Yeah Yeah what do you think we, we haven't watched all of it we have yeah. to admit, but we watched about two episodes didn't we Yeah Madhavan and uh, Chetan Bhagat Yeah as two novelists 
Uh, see there again a lot of people in india are saying that you know all it is propagating um, you know these values whereas there are others who are saying that artists should be allowed the creative freedom to make stories and this is real life people do yeah this does happen and, and just because you're showing it doesn't mean that you're propagating or you're advocating that lifestyle you're just holding up a mirror to something that does happen in life anyway so it's quite interesting i think i think we live in very exciting times when it comes to entertainment and I'm talking about Asian entertainment. This has existed in the West for a long, long time, where there's always been an audience for this niche kind of dramas and films. But I think, with the flooding of OTT platforms in India, Pakistan, the South Asian subcontinent, suddenly there is a need and there is a niche and there is an audience for dramas that were earlier considered unsuitable. There was as a lot of moral policing I in know, India. As right? I heard, as I heard on uh, your show only, where on your. Bollywood perspective you, you mentioned that all these big movies 83 and all hmm. have not done well have no. they No yeah so it is no longer I'm so glad that the average Bollywood audience has now and oh, I'm counting myself in it as well we love a good entertainer masala dishum dishum movie as much as the other person but it doesn't have to be at the expense of um uh, reason you know it doesn't have to be something that doesn't give you anything you know uh because even a masala entertainer with which ticks all the traditional bollywood boxes can be a film that moves you that makes you think that makes you laugh that makes you cry and doesn't completely insult your intelligence so um yeah i think it is a big sign you know all these big budget films the salman khan's last few films 83 they're saying with 83 they're saying that it's slightly sad because they're saying that obviously you're celebrating the historic win you're celebrating the real heroes kapil's devils who achieved the near impossible back in 1983 but they say that the mistake kabir khan makes is to concentrate too much on the cricket and too little on the human aspect of the story oh, you when, mean like dangal lagan and all had that yeah dangal lagan aspect yeah what was that hockey one with uh, shahrukh khan chak de india chakde you know india. all of these stories uh, dangal was uh, lagan was totally fictional but nonetheless भाग मिलखा भाग ऑल ऑफ दीज बायोपिक्स स्पोर्ट वॉज जस्ट इन द बैकड्रॉप इट वॉज देर स्ट्रगल दैट इज वॉट यू कनेक्ट विथ एंड एटी थ्री अपेरेंटली हैज टू लिटल ऑफ दैट इट हैज टू मच ऑफ द क्रिकेटिंग एक्शन विच पीपल आर पॉइंटिंग आउट दैट अदर देन दैट वन मैच अगेंस्ट न्यूजीलैंड विच वॉज इंट फिल्म फेमसली वॉज इंट फिल्म कोविड की वजह से लोग सिनेमा हॉल नहीं जा रहे बॉलीवुड स्टार्स नॉट अगेंस्ट बट दैट ब्रिंग बॉलीवुड एंड साउथ इंडिया टूगेदर 
we know very little about Vijay Setupati and Vijay Devrakonda and Alu Arjun and all the rest of yeah, it. You, you know more than me, sir. At least I know the names. But um, you wanted to talk about some other Pakistani play? Not Pakistani play. I wanted to talk about Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Oh, yes. Priyanka Chopra has emerged as the most followed Bollywood star on Instagram with some 72 or 74 million followers. Um, I hasten to add, not the most followed Indian. That is still Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli still got 174 million, I believe. Followers for a cricketer, that's quite for a cricketer, well, actually, that's phenomenal. No, I think the most is Ronaldo or something, isn't hmm. it? He's like in 300 that's million. That's 300 something, something. Yeah. yeah. So Priyanka Chopra doing quite well, yeah. Oh, talking about Priyanka, hmm. wasn't she in um, Matrix? The Resurrections. Resurrections. Yeah. I know she's not a big part, but I'm not going to watch it for the simple reason that I've heard that Morpheus, Lawrence Fishburne, is not in it. Hmm. So I just feel, oh, I don't want to watch it now. See, you know your Matrix better than I do. I know it's about having two pills, the, the red, red one, one and the blue one. And the blue well, one. I've heard that people have said, I've not watched it, but people have said that If you haven't watched the previous ones, this mm. one is quite hard to understand. Is it? You need to have a bit of a background. Mm. Uh, for me, you know, we're talking about Morpheus, that reminds me that um, when I was young, one of the few Greek idioms I knew mm. was that, I, you know, I'm going to sleep in the arms of Morpheus tonight. What does that mean? I'm going to have a very nice sound sleep. Oh, I think Morpheus, is he the god of sleep? I think he was the son of the goddess. I think the god of sleep was Hypnos. Mm. Which is where you probably get hypnosis yeah, and hypnotic. hypnotic. Huh. And um, oh, very good. I'm impressed. Um, and so Hypnos was his father, hmm. and Morpheus. I think went. To, uh, of course, I think the word morphine is probably from yeah. there. Yeah. You know, when you sleep like a it baby, gives you yeah. pain relief. Yeah. So you may not know. You may not have known a few weeks ago how to pronounce Omicron. Yes. But you do know Morpheus, and but I do know that you can sleep in the arms of Morpheus. Well, there you go. Um, most people would prefer to sleep in the arms of Priyanka Chopra, but if you prefer Morpheus, that's your choice. But uh, as I was saying, I don't know the Matrix well, I, at I'm, all. I'm shocked. I, I didn't really think you're the type to sleep in the arms of uh, Priyanka, but... I wasn't talking about me. Mm-hmm. You were the one who wanted to talk about the Matrix. But uh, moving swiftly on, that's about it, I think, right? Um, or should I talk about my encounter with Sir David Suchet? Go on, why not? Um... Okay, uh, so I went to see this wonderful play called An Audience with Sir David Suchet, who play, who's best known for playing Poirot, and it was an absolutely delightful evening. Can I just butt in? And say, uh, why are you staring at the oven? Is the oven on? The oven is on, and I need to go and do something with the potatoes. Should oh. we pause for a bit? No, just tell the story. Yeah. So, so, Uh, well, don't say that I won't even be able to tell the difference. That'll be heartbreaking. But um, yeah, so Sir David Suchet in conversation and speaking about his life as a theater actor first, then on television, in films, and then of course, Poirot. So wonderful stories. And he says, you know, my father was a famous doctor on Harley Street and, you know, he wasn't too impressed with the fact that I decided to become an actor. And so one day, you know, we were having a heated discussion and I said to him, oh, father, come on, you're a surgeon, I'm an actor. We both work in the theater. He said it didn't go down too well witty, with him. Witty, witty, witty. So it was wonderful. It really was a wonderful evening. Um, and uh, he talked obviously. He, he talked about Poirot. Spoke about Poirot. Then he'd come with all his props. So at the end, they'd given him the moustache that they finally used on him. They'd given him the walking stick with a silver handle, which is a, worth a lot of money. And Agatha Christie's estate. His daughter was working with him very closely because she's the one who auditioned him and chose him as Poirot 25 years ago. So he spoke very fondly about all of that. And he said that, yeah, you know, 
much as it is something that people know me for, and I know that most of you here are probably only yeah because of Poirot, you know me as Poirot. But he's an established Royal Shakespeare company. Absolutely, actor, he's been with in all these reps. He's done all your Shakespeare parts, and he went to Lambda, so he's a pucker, bona fide. Um, oh, by the way, that's the London Academy of music, music and Dramatic Arts. Yes. And why do I know this? Because you did a course. I did a course as well many years ago. Yep. Um, so it was wonderful. It Isn't was wonderful. he in True Lies? Or I think with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he's in True Lies, right. and he, there's another thing that he spoke about. Uh, Art Malik was in that as well. He said that there's one part that came to me once, which my agent called me and said, "Let me send you the script. Tell you." Tell me what you think, and I said I don't need the script. Just say yes. Can you guess what it might have been? It was on TV. Which show it might have been for? It was a one-off. A comedy. Not a comedy. No. Coronation Street, Descenders, no. kind of thing. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. He said that you know I had to be in it. I didn't care whether I was, how many seconds I was there for, or what the role was. I said don't send me the script. Say yes first. So it was brilliant. Now I really do have to go now. Okay then, good. and um, I'll just say bye bye to everyone who's so patiently listened to us. Please do. But you, you think your food is more important? I don't think my food is more important, but I do think we don't have uh, enough backup uh, if this burns, uh, and uh, and the f- smoke alarm might go. and the smoke alarm goes off. Not the best way to start the first weekend of the year, but thank you so much. Chalito, is he is he sincere? We'll take your goodbyes. Yes. Till next time. Bye bye now. Cheerio, bye.